At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw. We are here at Circus Sport. It's packed today. And I, I'm, look, it's packed all the time. Yeah. Eric Stevens has created a masterpiece here, in my opinion, in Las Vegas. But the crowd that we're seeing out there now is for the heavyweight championship of the world. 100. And right now, Tyson Fury is getting ready to make his entrance in. Dillian White has already made his. And I kept seeing... This guitarist playing for the intro. Since Wembley, and I'm like, I'm asking our guy John Brown. Yeah. I'm like, hey, who, who's the guitarist? It's got to be like some British yeah. guitar legend. Who was it? Don McLean. They were playing American Pie. What? I get it that Tyson Fury resurrected his life yeah. literally in the United States. Is that why? Is Tyson Fury paying homage to the great red, white, and blue. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. So I, one, didn't know that Don McLean, it's great that he's still doing his thing. Play the hits, kids. That's what I always say. Play the hits. I, I thought we were going to hear London Calling. Yeah, The Clash. Yeah, absolutely. You would have thought like something London like that. Calling, come on. But is it, it can you tell me, because I know you were just sneaking a peek and a listen here at Circus Sportsbook. Is Don McLean playing it? Live or he recorded it for? It's a recorded one, but here's the thing. To me, it's it's kind of like, you know, I forgot the lyric in the song where at the end he's like basically kind of saying goodbye, right? Drove the Chevy to the levee, but the levee was, was, was dry. Yeah. Good old boys drinking whiskey and rye, singing this will be the day that I die. Because he says this is it. This That's my point. So I think that's why. But I'm going to tell you what, Dave. It is unbelievable. It, it is. Oh, that's awesome. 
Uh, by the way, I want to ask you real quick. Everyone's got their phones out with the video, right? And, you know, I was at Bellagio yesterday, and I see people taking photos of the gardens and stuff. Do people actually ever go back and look at this stuff? Yeah, well, the, the, 93,000 people at Wembley Stadium are going to post this on their IGs. Got it. Fair right, enough. So, okay. so you follow any of these people that happen <laughs> to be at Wembley fair. Stadium, yeah. you're going to see what we're seeing is Tyson Fury with a big smile on his face, the Gypsy King. And he's not in, um, like, King's royalty No, he's guard. got the England red and white national flag colors. Look, I know boxing fans are going to be skeptical and say, he's not done. He says this is it. This is quite the show that we're seeing right now at Wembley Stadium. Still 4-1 to favorite over Dillian White to retain his heavyweight championship. Again, he's 31-0. He's got 22 knockouts. If he goes out, gets another knockout, is this enough for you, Amal, that you say... Okay, Tyson, Tyson Fury has put his stamp historically on the heavyweight division that one day in barbershops, we'll talk about who? Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, that always come up. Joe Lewis's, Joe Frazier's, the Muhammad Ali's. Are we really going to put Tyson Fury's name in those, those, dare I say, biblical boxing conversations? I don't think it'll happen because of the lack of longevity. And not having fought potentially Anthony Joshua if he does step away, even though AJ has got a loss, I think you have to fight him. Um, you know, he did not take care of Klitschko. Um, that was a huge one. Yeah, but still, and I don't think the Klitschko brothers got enough credit for how great they were. It's a great point because the Klitschko brothers, and this is the problem with the way we as Americans internalize our athletes. We want American heavyweights. We wanted Deontay Wilder. Sorry, Brits, right? But the Klitschko brothers, what was the knock? Where'd they always fight? Europe. Yep. Where were their big paydays? Germany. They didn't, yeah, they came and they fought in the States. And we saw some of those fights. But the Klitschko brothers reigned heavyweight boxing for about a decade. And it kind of goes off. We didn't even bring them up, Klitschko yeah. brothers, in this conversation right here. It's like a footnote in history. No, you know, people like yourself and myself and other boxing aficionados would watch them when they would fight. Be similar time as we're seeing today with this Tyson Fury fight. But I think one of my favorite fighters of all time, Triple G. Yeah. I love Triple G. But he's a guy, because he fought for so long in Europe before he came stateside, people don't realize how good of a fighter he was. And now he's 40-plus. And so it kind of diminishes. With Tyson Fury, though, what is he, 31? Still got plenty of time I think if he wanted to. I think he might be older than that. I don't remember exactly his age. But my point is, when you look at Tyson Fury, he's so young in the sense of when you look at some of the great. 33. 33, okay. Some of the great fighters that you, you got to go till 35, 36. Look at Floyd at the tail end, right? Still tremendous. Um, this is going to be unbelievable. What a show. I will say I misspoke. He did for, for a short jaunt on his way out here to the Octagon, excuse me, to the, to the ring at Wembley Stadium. He was being hoisted up in a king's chair. So he did, did have that. Then he immediately, like this is something that's unique for him. He got out of said chair and then sees sprinting now. Uh, down the corridor, if you will, and he's in the ring. And now it's it's about to go down, kids. So if you haven't gotten in on this, again, if you want to call it a draw, it's 25 to 1. You can get that at Ben MGM. Do you think Dillian White's really going to win this fight? Plus 333. But I say it, it does surprise me that you only have to lay 4 to 1 for Tyson Fury to win this fight. Because I, I would have thought earlier in the week, and again, this has been bet down. The money's come in on Dillian White a little bit. I saw some books that was up as five fifty six dollars on Tyson Fury. Four to one feels like a good number to me because I do think as much of a live dog as Dillian White is, 
He's got one pathway to win. KO. That's I, w- I would agree with you. This is one of those scenarios where he is not going to be able to win by decision. Don't think so, as the Gypsy King right now. Uh, still, they're getting ready to take off the full garb, and we'll get the final instructions here, and we'll be ready for heavyweight championship action. They are now singing the national anthem. Uh, and, yeah, this is a show. This is a spectacle going on right now over in the U.K. as they sing God Save the Queen. 22-21, Dallas right now leads Utah. 19 seconds to go in the first quarter. So we'll get some adjusted numbers here for you, but really low-scoring affair here. Luca is back. I was a little surprised. I'll be, I'll be curious to see if he's on a minutes limit like they've done Steph Curry, that sixth man right now coming off the bench for Golden State. He's on a 30 uh, minutes a game limit right now for Golden State. And when I noticed the way Steve Kerr used him, if you remember game three the other night in Denver, is it was a game they were losing at that juncture. He had 23 minutes played, and he was sitting in the beginning of the fourth quarter. They brought him back with seven minutes to go. And they said, you know what? Go. Now let's go death squad. You think they'll do that with Luka? Kind of, they got him in there. He's still out there right now as we speak. As Utah is going to take the lead here 24-23 on a three with five seconds to go in the first quarter. Do you think eventually they're going to go, all right, Luka, we got the blood flowing again here. That's your first quarter score, Utah up one. And then we'll bring it back and really monitor your limits. Or if you're probable and you're clear by the docs, go, baby, go. I, I think um, I think you're going to let Luka go as much as he can. You know, that's the one thing you mentioned, the substitution pattern in the NBA. I'm not a big fan of it. Mm. Guys play, and then they sit around the 245 to 3 minute mark, potentially in the end of the third quarter going into the fourth. And then they sit for the first several minutes of the fourth quarter. To me, I want my guys out there for more minutes in the fourth, potentially. I understand you're worried about fatigue and that becoming right. a uh, factor, but I, I don't know. It's just a common substitution pattern that they've used forever and ever in the NBA. It is wild. Look, we've seen some wild swings. Like in the T-Wolf series, and we'll get, we'll get talk more about that here in the, in the final hour that we're on. But, you know, we really haven't seen the swings so far in this Mavs-Jazz series. It's like you look at Utah, and they feel like a tent that just wants to fold, and they're looking for any reason to kick that final leg out and just collapse. You know, Dallas has been playing undermanned, and yet they're up two games to one. Minnesota, that series is just wild swings. Atlanta, Miami, wild swings yesterday from the third and fourth quarter. I wonder if we're kind of in store for one of those. If Utah doesn't put their foot in the ground today and stake their claim, this series is over. They go down 3-1. They ain't coming out of that thing. I don't see this team that's kind of looking for excuses to implode on itself. Dallas might... Today could be the real death nail here if they can go ahead and get this with Luka back in the lineup. To quote my favorite Ohio State quarterback of all time, Johnny Utah. Oh. He ain't coming back. A little point break reference. <laughs> I'm an FBI <laughs> agent. Uh, they are getting ready now. I got to assume because, look, it's outdoors at Wembley Stadium. So you see Tyson Fury still all wrapped up. Uh, and by the way, Dillian White has a shirt on that's got a picture of Dillian White. And it just says, all the smoke. Like he, he wants all the smoke, right? <laughs> I, I stand corrected. It's a picture of Tyson Fury on his shirt that says all the smoke. That's an interesting way to go. Let me wear the opponent's face on my shirt. What do you uh, think of that? I like that a lot. Caesars had him at 425 on the plus price at the, at the high watermark there with him. Tell you one thing I find interesting. He is a big man at 6'4", 255, oh, he 260. He looks small. Compared to Tyson Fury. That's how big Tyson Fury is. By the way, his nickname, he, he has the body snatcher. Body snatcher, yeah. Mike McCallum, for you old boxing heads, used to be called the body snatcher. 
And what, for those that don't know what he's getting at, he is going to try to Joe Lewis this thing, or Joe Frazier this thing, rather, like he did a mom out of Lee. Bob and we even get inside and get to that, shall we say, unchiseled frame of Tyson Fury. And a lot of times, like Mike McCallum used to do, and I was back in the middleweight division, lighter weight class. And that's what McCallum would do. He would go to that body early, and what do they say? You go to the body, and the head will fall. So this is not a way to win on points. This is a way to beat up the body to get to the head. Again, nine and a half. You can still get it right now, plus money. I bet MGM under nine and a half. I do think that's going to be the, the, the strategy here for Dillian White. The problem is, as the shorter man tries to get inside, is that the bigger guy can keep space, your head is easy to hit. And it will be there for the taking for Tyson Fury. Now, look. Deontay Wilder fought a different style in those fights, right? More of a bigger guy, so I'm going to stand up, kind of head-to-head with you. Yeah. This is going to be a ducking style. This is going to be that Joe Frazier style. Bob and Weave try to get <coughs> in the inside. Got to utilize uppercuts. That's the way you get those guys. You can use uppercuts and jabs to try to keep them at bay. I think that's what Tyson Fury is going to be doing here early. I, I would agree with this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tyson Fury getting $29.5 for this one. Dillian White getting 7.4, and the winner gets an additional 4.1 million, regardless of who wins, whichever side. Would you retire if you were Tyson Fury and you get $33 million for a win? Boy, I'll tell you what, Dave, you know what the training camps are like. I would say 30-something million is good. Let's call it a day. They both look like they're in shape. Final instructions coming right now. When we come back, Brad Spielberg is going to Spielberger is going to join the program to talk all things NFL draft. Come on back. It's betting across America. Right here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. 
They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's he going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800 522 4700. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. They've completed the first round in Wembley Stadium in England. I got to think the champ likes the way this one has started off. Tyson Fury looking good early on and a big buzz and a big crowd here at Circus Sportsbook. It, it is huge. I can't believe the number of people. I mean, Dave, as this thing got started, it was packed out here. Love There's it. no seats available, but more importantly, Fury really just kind of doing a dancing a little bit for the first 90 seconds. Joe Tessitore just gave a great stat during the fight. His opponents only average 6.3 punches landed. Hard to hit him. Per round. You would think, and again, Dillian White could not get inside in that first round. If he can't do that, it could be a long night for the challenger. Right now, let's get to Brad Spielberger uh, from Pro Football Focus, talking about all things NFL draft, Brad. And again, I, you know, we were just talking here a little bit during the break. You guys at Pro Football Focus, I know it's been a long off season so far, but it kind of culminates here with this NFL draft. I know you guys are kind of ready for this week to happen here in Las Vegas. You know, every year it feels like it gets more and more unpredictable. What do you see so far when you look at the draft? And let's start right off there with Jacksonville at one. Do you think there's a a real possibility that they trade out of one and try to get more picks? Or do you think this is a spot that they stay put? Yeah, you know, I think this year in particular is even more unknown just because there's no consensus on the quarterbacks, really no consensus on anyone uh, it sounded like general manager Trent Balky said there have been no calls about trading down. Um, again, because of the lack of quarterbacks, it's probably hard to find a suitor. So I think they're going to stay and th- make the pick. And I think it's going to come down to one of Aiden Hutchinson or Trevon Walker. You know, it's always interesting to them all because I think this is the smokescreen time, right? So Balky puts that out there that nobody's calling, nobody's picking up the phone to make a deal here. But then we hear other things like Debo Samuel saying, I want out of San Francisco. Kadarius Tony, we're hearing reports that maybe he's going to get moved in New York. I do want to start in San Francisco here because 
Brad, when we look at Samuel, go, why in the world would you deal him? But what how, does this make sense from a cap standpoint that they go, look, we're not going to give you a Christian Kirk contract. We're not going to give you top flight wide receiver dollar. We're not going to blow up our salary cap here when we still have you under control for one more year. What do you think happens here and what makes the most sense? Yeah, I think it is teams reacting to this offseason market we've seen. So you mentioned Christian Kirk. That kind of threw the entire market in flux. Never had a 1,000-yard season. Gets $18 million per year. And then, of course, the big trades for Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams. Those guys going on to sign you know, 25-plus million per year deals. So I think these second-rounders in 2019, so Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, they now want to get paid as well. And I think from San Francisco's perspective, they go ahead and use a first-round pick on Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver out of Arizona State, the following year in the, in the next year's draft. And I think they just know that they're, they're kind of wary of spending 20-plus million dollars per year on a guy that, look, he's a great player, great receiver, but they even started using him, obviously, differently, kind of you know giving him carries out of the backfield, all these things. And yes, it's kind of unfair for them to you know utilize him in a way that makes him less durable, potentially. But I think they are a little bit afraid of that price point. Brad, I want to ask you a little bit about um, Aiden Hutchison. He appears to be the number one overall pick, going to be going to Jacksonville. But to me, when you look at him, against Ohio State, three sacks, three sacks against Penn State, and two and a half against Wisconsin. A ton of credit for performing at an elite level against three of their four most difficult opponents, taking away the Georgia game. However, in the rest of his career, nine sacks in 33 games. I just don't see this guy as a number one overall pick. Maybe he's like the default number one overall pick, right? There's just nobody else to really select. How do you evaluate him? And take a look from the Georgia game perspective for me, what you thought about him. Yeah, you know, I think it's fair to say that he is the default number one pick. Frankly, I think whoever goes first overall will be that. Yeah. Um, I guess one pushback I would have is Trevon Walker, I want to say off the top of my head, had seven and a half sacks his entire college career. So Hutchinson definitely was kind of a late bloomer, had that breakout season um, PFF did a podcast with him. He actually talks about when he broke his ankle uh, in his sophomore year, I want to say. And so, yeah, you know, it, it's been a difficult journey to get to now, maybe being the number one overall pick. But, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a player that I think is a dynamic, game-changing number one overall pick like a Miles Garrett, like a Jadavion Clowney. Um, in, the Michigan, in, the, in the Georgia game, you know, went against some good offensive linemen. Jamari Salyer, the tackle from Georgia, should be, a, you know, a top 100 pick in this year's draft. You know, could have played better, but... You know, I think like you said, he definitely showed up in, in enough big moments. And, and I know NFL evaluators, they'll kind of weigh that tape, you know, against an Ohio State, against a Wisconsin. They'll weigh it even more than perhaps how he did against inferior competition. Talking with Brad Spielberger. Follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad. Let's go back to those wide receivers for a second. I just maybe an overall view of it because we're seeing now market wide about the over under sitting at six for wide receivers taken in the first round. Because of that Christian Kirk money, because of the wide receiver money, really, that's kind of uh, just been a, a boon right now for the receiver position. Do you think more GMs will be more apt to take more receivers now to get that extra year, unlike Debo Samuel, who was a second round pick, and now they got to deal with him sooner rather than later? I think it's certainly possible. Yeah. You know, I think we see runs where it, it kind of depends how the draft unfolds early on in the day. Um, you know, I think it's very interesting right off the bat in the top 10. You know, does a Garrett Wilson maybe go in the top five picks? Does he go at eight to Atlanta or does he maybe fall to the 10th 
um, you know, overall pick. I think that's his floor at 10 to the New York Jets. But if the line is six, I would take the over. So the five names on your screen, I think Sky Moore out of Western Michigan can be a first rounder. I think Jahan Dotson out of Penn State could be a first rounder. I think George Pickens out of Georgia could also be a first rounder. So there are a lot of names, a lot of good players. And yeah, I think it's a good point. You you avoid this early extension conversation, maybe trade up to the bottom of that, you know, the first round to get that fifth year option, that fifth year of control. Brad, how do you evaluate Kayvon Thibodeau? I really like him. You know, I go back to the UCLA game. I thought it was an absolute game wrecker against that Bruins offense on the last drive. I know there's some question marks about his love and passion for the game. Maybe is he like clowny in the sense that he doesn't necessarily give you an effort on every play. I still feel like he's the guy with the most upside when you look at some of these guys from the defensive side of the ball. I'm with you 100%. You know, I think he's probably the most talented player that has the most upside in this class. Uh, and, and again, so I went to the, the combine. I went to his podium. I was standing right in the front row. And, you know, I think it's, look, he's a very smart guy. I think he has his eye on what he's going to do outside of football. And, yeah. you know, in my opinion, to hold that against him is, is kind of ridiculous, frankly. Like, I think he's going to be, you know, involved in businesses and financial ventures outside of football. Look, he's about to make, you know, about 20 million gar- fully guaranteed dollars in a couple, in, in a week. Why wouldn't you want a guy to be thinking about those things? I, I just feel like, Folks find a reason to poke holes or, or find red flags everywhere. I think he's a great player, and I think his mentality is one that I would want in my locker room, frankly. Right, let's get to the quarterback position here, the elephant in the room, because it's always about QBs, right? We know it's, quote-unquote, a weak QB draft, but you were there at the Combine. The over-unders now sit at three. Is there really a chance that four quarterbacks could be drafted to, to cash that ticket for the over? Because three just gets you a push uh, market-wide here in Las Vegas. I think it is possible. Yeah. So I was also at the senior bowl and I, and I would say Malik Willis based on just his tools and his talent should be the first quarterback taken. I think he will be. Um, and then, yeah, you know, I think Pickett will, will land somewhere. The two that obviously need, need to get drafted to make that over hit um, are Desmond Ritter and Matt Corral. And I think those guys probably aren't top 15 picks, um, but I could see maybe Pittsburgh at 20, maybe new Orleans in their new draft slots. Now, if a guy falls, um, I think Tennessee is a bit of a sleeper at the 26th overall pick. Ryan Tannehill has two years left on his deal. Only one year of guarantees remaining. And then a big one for me is again, like we just talked about with the receivers, you have the Packers at 28, the uh, who is it? Uh, the chiefs at 30 mm-hmm. and the lions at 32. So all those teams, that's their second first round pick in the year. And I think if you're the, you know, the Seattle Seahawks, the Atlanta Falcons that are picking in the forties need a quarterback. Again, maybe those teams trade up to 28-32 range to get that fifth-year option, fifth-year of control on a guy like a, a, a Matt Corral, potentially. Brad, I want to stay on uh, Matt Corral. I, I love his toughness. You know, against Arkansas, there was a play on a two-point conversion. I thought he might have been decapitated, but luckily his <laughs> head was still attached. This guy, to me, has just got a certain it quality that you can't necessarily quantify. It may not be the most... Uh, accurate, best arm strength. Uh, what's your gut feel in terms of a guy maybe that doesn't go in the first round but can have a profound impact? For me, it's Matt Corral. How, how do you see Corral? Maybe it's somebody else for you. Yeah, I would say I also know, you know, speaking of him taking some hard shots, when he got the injury in that bowl game, you know, elected to play in the bowl game, which, you know, would have been not unreasonable for him to say, hey, I'm not playing. I'm going to be a top 50 pick, so I'm just going to get healthy and, and work on my game. I think that won him a lot of favor in the eyes of a lot of evaluators. Um, I agree. I think he is a good player. I think he has all the tools and intangibles, but 
you know, I think it's fair to have some kind of questions. This Lane Kiffin offense is run and shoot. It, it, it kind of, you know, it does protect him. He gets the ball out of ha- his hands, lightning quick. A lot of behind the line of scrimmage throws, a lot of schemed open things, one read progression. So I get why there are questions, but I'm with you. I think there is some upside there for sure. Brad, you guys do great work, obviously, at Pro Football Focus. Appreciate your time. Uh, again, follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad. Enjoy the draft, and then maybe you guys get a little bit of a break. I appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, it's getting rough at Wembley Stadium. Some shenanigans may be going on there. We'll discuss said shenanigans when you come back with us right here on these and these sports betting now. This is betting across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN is all in for the draft next week right here in fabulous Las Vegas. We've got a special draft preview show tomorrow at 6 p.m. with Tim Murray and Sean King. They're going to break down all the first-round prospects and prop scenarios. Our expert guide includes, of course, our legendary broadcaster himself, Brent Musburger, the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, and former NFL GM Michael Lombardi and former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick and his son. VEASAN's draft preview special is tomorrow at 6 p.m. exclusively on VEASAN. Don't forget to download our NFL draft betting guide featuring Best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. Download it today for only $10. Go to vcin.com slash draft for more information. Alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. We are here at Circus Sportsbook, and the crowd is electric as they're enjoying this heavyweight championship going on right now as we speak at Wembley Stadium. I mentioned that the 9.5, the under, I thought might be a solid play. Tyson Fury... Just hit Dillian White with a left hand that wobbled him here in the fifth round. I've got it unofficially all four rounds to Fury. He looks fantastic. Dillian White right now cannot get on the inside of them all. And right now, if he stays at this range, this could be a walk in the park for the heavyweight champion. I would agree with you. I would disagree with you on the first round. I thought it was kind of a, a draw in terms of either side. Neither guy really overwhelming. Fury landed seven punches, uh, White with five. And I'll tell you what. He's opening up it, now. Yeah, he really is. And Dillian White, I, I got to tell you, we're in round five with less than a minute to go. Dave, I, I think this is going to be a real challenge to get through seven or eight because he looks fatigued. He yes. can't reach Fury with the – you see Fury's just standing back. It seems like a mile away and is able to make contact. And on the other side, White's got to come in so close – that it really opens him up. It's like a trip hammer. If you try to get on the inside, he's got that left hand waiting for you. And right now, Tyson Fury is using both hands, heavy-handed here, big fifth round here for the champ. And again, as we mentioned, if he wins, and again, he was about a $4 betting favorite at BetMGM uh, when this fight began. I'm assuming the live number is going to be much higher than that at this juncture. He would collect $33 million, $29 million uh, before the fight, and I believe $4 million to the winner. So you do that math, 33 million. Tyson Fury says he would step away. Remember, 31-0, 22 KOs coming into this fight against the challenger, Dillian White, who right now is up against it on the scorecards and does not feel like he's got the endurance to get all 12. I agree that you made a great point right there, which is the lack of endurance. And the other thing that stands out to me is, you know, so many times in sports when teams in football run against a scout team and you try to simulate certain things, I just don't think you can really simulate the length and the size of Tyson Fury. It's so difficult to do. Not many people like him in the sport. And again, I think the misnomer is he doesn't have a lot of power yeah. for an all-time great heavyweight. Well, 22 KOs and 31 wins might belie that fact. And again, he's never lost. So, you know, use the old uh, 
of our ball. Never lost. And that's right now. That is Tyson Fury as he tries to stay undefeated. And, and right now, opening up with both hands and going to the body of Dillian White as well. So kind of whatever he wants to do, it feels like he's starting to do it. Let's see if the challenger can hang in there because he's taking big shots. Very quickly, speaking of uh, hanging in, Dallas Mavericks taking some haymakers from the Utah Jazz. Quinn Snyder, don't disrespect us. And all of a sudden, they look pretty good. Luka Doncic has made his return. But so far, Utah right now playing good defense. This is kind of what you expected before the series began. They're up 10-42-32 here uh, with about four minutes to go in the first half. What are your takeaways so far from this first half? Well, you're feeling pretty good if you got the under in this game. Off to a good slower start here uh, as Bogdanovich goes for a layup. But uh, look, I thought Utah, you pointed this out. Their season is potentially on the line here. You go down 3-1, it's going to be difficult to come from behind against. And I think when you look at this Utes team, uh, Utes, <laughs> Jazz team, the Utes. the Utes wish they could win three games in a season right now. <laughs> right. Um, but I think the Jazz right now, having this game at home, I, I always love Saturday afternoon playoff games, whether it be in basketball or hockey in the spring. The crowds just seem like they're energized. Mm-hmm. And um, we're seeing it right now in Salt Lake. I think we're going to go back. Still a long way to go. I mean, we got two and a half plus quarter, two two plus quarters to go here. But I feel good about where the Jazz are right now. Right now, live numbers I'm seeing out here at 12 and a half for Utah, as they do have that 12 point lead, and the uh, over the total here has really dipped here to about 197 and a half. And again, before this game began, it was about 214, 214 and a half. So you can see that that number has dropped precipitously with a lack of offense in the first half. Uh, three minutes to go now as Rudy Gobert will go to the free throw line. And Utah already up 12. We are in the sixth round here of the heavyweight championship. And again, if you took the uh, over, if you played the total rounds, it was nine and a half. So right now, those overbackers are like, hang on there, Dillian White. Can you hang in there with Tyson Fury? He's not winning this fight in the scorecards. I'd be stunned if he can make it the whole way because Fury is opening up. And when he opens up, and we mentioned this before the fight began, that Dillian White would be hittable. And he is, it is proving to be just that. He is very hittable right now. So you would have to imagine the live numbers got to be astronomical for right now for Tyson Fury. He looks really good in command of his heavyweight championship. Again, before we start to look at what might be next, he says this will be it. So if this is indeed the final show that Tyson Fury is putting, he's putting on a pretty darn good one in front of the, the home fans there at Wembley Stadium. Really is doing a tremendous job here. Um, a little bit less action here in the sixth round, but I missed a big, again, the first minute of it or so. But I, I got to tell you, and I'm not saying White can't get one punch and get lucky here, but I just feel like he's a little bit outclassed in this matchup, Dave. Right now, and using that movement as Tyson Fury does for a very big heavyweight, he is still very, very fluid inside that, that ring, and he's doing it right now uh, to Dillian White in the sixth round of that fight. We'll get back to the NBA here before we sign off for the day, but I do want to talk a little Major League Baseball with you uh, as we kind of look ahead to some games that are getting ready to go uh, first pitch. And I will start selflessly with my New York Metropolitans who I believe have been one of the revelations. And Dillian White is down. It was almost as if we said it. And I don't know if he's going to beat the count. His legs as look like they're gone. I, the under they're, felt like the right play. Not in half rounds. He's getting a chance. Walk to no, the official. No, Can no, he walk? No way. He's That's over. It. It it's over. over. It is all over. We got a TKO here. As Tyson Fury does it, we saw the writing on the wall here. And again, both of our plays would have cashed. I hope you're watching, listening to us. You like Fury. Uh, K-O-T-K-O-R-D-Q. I like the under at plus money here, nine and a half rounds. Both of those tickets would cash. Yeah, of course, the one second of the fight I turn away. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 
Well, it looked like, and I, and I want to take a look because, again, it just happened as we were getting ready to talk a little Major League Baseball, but then this is what happens in heavyweight boxing. It only takes one. He was doing good body work yeah. is what I saw even in that sixth round. So this is over in round number six. Tyson Fury now will go to 32-0 and with 23 stoppages on his fine undefeated record. Again, I, I know some people are going to say, well, it's Dillian White. Well, you remember what he did to Deontay Wilder twice, yeah. right? And I know some might say we need to see Anthony Joshua in, for, in order for that career to be complete. I remember one time in an interview I had with Floyd Mayweather before he had fought Manny Pacquiao, I had said, is your career incomplete unless you fight Manny Pacquiao? And he said, so, 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 I got to fight one guy. I fight one guy and then my career's made. And I said, no, Floyd, that's not what I meant. Yeah. But you know that's what people are going to ask. The same questions might be asked about Tyson Fury if an Anthony Joshua fight never happens as they are going absolutely hysterical at Wembley Stadium as we speak. Yeah, absolutely. And to your point, I think you bring up a good point, but I get the feeling Tyson Fury is not a guy that's concerned about that. I think there's some other people that might be. I just get the sense based on his uh, disposition and how he conducts himself. I don't think that's a concern for him. I could be wrong, but to me... No, no, I think you're right. I, I, I think... You know, his moniker is the Gypsy King, right? right? And we're seeing the knockout here. It was an uppercut. And I mentioned how you stop guys from coming in the inside. Yeah. Uppercuts. And he hit him with a Buster Douglas Mike Tyson one. <laughs> Got him on the left ear, left side of the face. And um, I tell you what, Dave, I, I told you as soon as he started getting up, I saw the legs. I was like, they look heavy. He's going to have a problem here. And he wanted to continue. And the ref obviously made the right decision. Oh. He was wobbly. He, he didn't you know, Gypsy King comes over, gives him a kiss on the head afterwards, and he's like, thanks for the $33 million. Oh, my word, what an uppercut. And again, quick, and, and, you know, for historians, you go back to Buster Douglas that night in Tokyo against Mike Tyson, and he finished him off with a left hook, but it was an uppercut that started everything. Yeah. And sometimes, like Mike Tyson, a shorter fighter against a, a rangier guy like Buster Douglas that night in Tokyo, that's the way you combat when smaller guys are trying to get into the inside that, that Joe Frazier style with Muhammad Ali back in the day, uppercuts are there. And was it ever? I mean, on the button and props to Dillian White. He tried to get up and beat the count. And he did beat the count, which I don't know how you even do that after a shot like that. But he was, as you, to your point, all legs were gone. They were shot. I think it was a rightful stoppage. The ref gave him every opportunity to continue. And when he could not walk forward to the referee, that's when you got to stop this thing because the legs just aren't there. But, man, Tyson Fury cashed that minus $4 ticket rather easily. The under cashes rather easily, 9.5. Tyson Fury by KO, TKO, or TKO also cashes rather easily. Yeah, really not much of a contest here. In the first round, it was a little bit of a slow start, which we expected and anticipated. But the rest of the way, I mean, this thing was an absolute destruction. Uh, probably one of the easier title defenses you will see for a heavyweight champion collecting $33 million. Well, I, again, I hope you all uh, took our advice and cashed some of those tickets here, but that was kind of the handicap that we saw, and it did go according to script. What I will say is, selfishly, I hope this isn't the end for Tyson Fury. Same here. He's getting better, and he's only 33. We'll see if this is, in fact, the end. He's got all the belts wrapped around him. Amazing scene right now in Wembley uh, Stadium in England. When we come back, we will put the finishing touches on what's been a thrilling betting across America and even across the pond. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Well, come on out and convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks 
bucks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with the BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw. We are here at Circus Sportsbook. And Amal, you mentioned to me that in the last segment that you didn't even see the knockout, but you heard the reaction of the crowd here at Circus Sportsbook packed to the hilt yeah. for this heavyweight boxing matchup as Tyson Fury gets a sixth-round victory over Dillian White with an uppercut. Right on the ear, a little subtle push, and that was it for Dillian White. Good night. Tickets to cash, of course. Fury was a How <laughs> was that flush every time I see the replay? Uh, minus $4 favorite here. The under nine and a half. Again, we tried to advise you. You get plus money at that uh, at the beginning of the night over there in Wembley, England. And again, you could lower those numbers as you would have done with Fury by KO, TKO, or DQ. He's now singing to the 93,000 people that are huddled and enjoying the heck out of a wild night at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, absolutely spectacular. Nobody's even left the arena or even come close to it yet. Maybe a few Dillian White supporters may have left, but... I tell you what, Dave, really um, a workmanlike performance by Tyson Fury takes care of business very comfortably here. And, you know, the one thing I think people, they may not bet boxing regularly, like myself, who doesn't follow the MMA. But in these championship fights, there's a fighter like a Tyson Fury and somebody else coming up. Maybe people are not familiar with the Dillian White. Mm -hmm. Unless there's a lot of hype surrounding the fight. Generally, the champs are usually in pretty good shape. And we saw it today. You pointed out you thought under nine and a half, which coincides with my uh, prop on uh, KOTK or, or absolutely uh, uh, disqualification. I just didn't think White would be able to have the durability and have an impact on Fury to be able to send this thing past a nine and a half. It, it, it's, we, you know, we always talk about it in boxing, and again, uh, you know, just some of the previews that we've done for pay per view fights. Styles make fights. Yeah. And you knew with a guy like Dillian White, he was going to have to get on the inside and use that body snatcher motif that he has. In order to get to, to the inside, you're normally going to have to combat jabs yeah. and or uppercuts. And he could not do that. And you're susceptible as a smaller man to the uppercut. And it was a perfect shot. And it was a shot that he set up for the first five rounds. And he really did some, some nice work to get to that spot. It wasn't like Dillian White was really in this fight, uh, maybe outside of the first round. So Tyson Fury... At 33 years young, is actually getting better. He's being interviewed right now. I'll be very curious to hear if this is it because you and I were talking during the break. You know, Tyson Fury now, third consecutive win by KO. So all of a sudden, for a guy that we thought that maybe didn't have this type of punching power, now he's got 23 KOs to his ledger, 32 0 1, the one draw against uh, Deontay Wilder. I think in a fight that some people thought he lost, some people thought he won. It was a very close fight. Clearly got the better of Deontay Wilder. I don't know if there's a third fight in the offing there. The Anthony Joshua fight does make sense, but if this is it and he right, rides off into the sunset, he hasn't had the volume at, at heavyweight uh, title fights that maybe we would look at a Tyson, even a Holyfield, a Lennox Lewis. Those guys were in many more title bouts than we've seen Tyson Fury. It'd be a shame from a from a fan's perspective if he does, in fact, call it a career because right now heavyweight boxing – it's Tyson Fury. He it's is. He, he kind of carries the water for that whole division. You're absolutely right. And by the way, could this have been a bit of a ploy to sell tickets? Hey, last fight. I mean, because who's coming out to see Dillian White? Not me. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting, but give him a ton of credit in terms of Fury, what he was able to do in this one. And I'll tell you the one thing, you know, this was not a big fight because it was over in Europe from a stateside perspective. 
But the one thing I love about big time boxing matches, dude, they take heavy action. Man. And we, you know, we talked about it uh, with, with Mike Bronio here in the first hour that, yeah, they were taking a lot of action over at Mandalay Bay. And again, we're seeing people here at Circa start to file out yeah. at almost three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon here local time because they were all here for the fight. Yeah. So every time those people tell you, ah, boxing's dead, it ain't dead, kids. It'll never die as long as you have charismatic figures in the sport. You're going to find them. And certainly there's Canelo Alvarez. We're going to talk a lot about that in the upcoming weeks with his fight coming up on May 7th. But today it was about Tyson Fury. It's about the heavyweight championship of the world. And right now he is still the undisputed heavyweight champ. If he steps away, we'll see if he's if, if that's true. But I'm sure people in Las Vegas would love to see the Gypsy King come back here because we mentioned that he came out to Tom McClain, American Pie. Yeah. Part of that is his, his affinity for the United States. And sometimes great transcendent non-American heavyweights have to win over the American crowd. Tyson Fury has clearly done that in a very short amount of time. There's no question about it. And I think he just brings a presence, a personality that you like to watch. And I'll tell you, you look in the heavyweight division, I feel like there's really only two guys that contend with him. One is Wilder, which he's already beaten. I mean, he, he crushed him. The second time around was not fun for Deontay Wilder. Exactly. And the other one is Anthony Joshua. But Anthony Joshua, he's about as quick as molasses. Well, that's the problem. When you fight a guy like Fury, who's so big, you go, well, he can't be fast. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's the misnomer. And that was a problem for Deontay Wilder. Now, look, let's be honest about this. Deontay Wilder almost had him out in that first fight. I mean, as close as you can get to having him out twice. Yeah. Right? And that is also part of what's going to make Tyson Fury such an enigma. Because are we going to put that he's one of the greatest heavyweights we've ever seen to almost be knocked out? Well, Tyson, Mike Tyson got knocked out yeah. by Buster Douglas. I mean, Lennox Lewis stopped him late in his career. That was not vintage Mike Tyson. We right. can understand that. But he got stopped in his prime uh, in 1991 in Tokyo. 1990 in Tokyo. And so, like, that happened, people. That was in Mike Tyson's prime. That's never happened to Tyson Fury. He's now 33 years old. So I know people are going to say the division was better back then. I, they were making the same arguments back then because I remember hearing them, that the division isn't that good. Who's this Buster Douglas guy? And then we saw history happen in Tokyo. I don't know if there's somebody else who's going to come out here before he really steps down uh, from the heavyweight crown. But right now, there is nobody his equal. Well, and to your point, you can only fight the guys that are available to fight. I mean, it's not his fault but to me, I, I think the greatest aspect of Tyson Fury was the adjustment from fight one to fight two against Wilder. Okay, you know who's in the, in the ring right now? No. Francis Ngannou. Now look, some people in this space hate the crossover. They hate it, right? And I, but I, I'm like, you know, we saw it. Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor changed this forever. That you can now have Francis Ngannou... Right now, as we speak at Wembley Stadium, he's not in there for a photo op. He's in there saying, Dana White does not pay me what I want to get paid. I just watched Dillian White get destroyed inside of 18 minutes and get paid $7 million. Do you people realize what $7 million means to Francis Ngannou in terms of MMA money? It's not close, people. What heavyweight boxers fighting for championships get paid versus what heavyweight boxers, excuse me, heavyweight mixed martial artists get paid inside of the octagon. So this isn't a shot at Dana White. I understand exactly what Francis Ngannou is doing. And I will tell you this, before you say you won't watch, you will watch. 
if Francis Ngannou fought Tyson Fury for the heavyweight championship of the world, as much as the purist will say they won't watch, they will watch. Because it's a freak show, it's a novelty, we all watch Floyd, and we watch Connor, and we were entertained for about seven rounds. I can absolutely see if Anthony Joshua is not on that level, if Deontay Wilder isn't ready to get back out there. You'd watch Ngannou take on uh, Tyson Fury, wouldn't you? 100%. No but, but, you know, I'm glad. I was like, you go Francis Ngannou, I'm like, dude, how did I miss this guy in, in the heavyweight division? I have no idea who this guy is. And then you said MMA, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, and we look at Francis in, in mixed martial arts as not a mixed martial artist. We look at him as a boxer who okay, fights in it. MMA, right? So you're looking at it. He's not a pure boxer. Obviously, nobody in MMA is a pure boxer because sure. you got to have a requisite skill set to be a mixed martial artist or else you just be a boxer. But what's happened here, and again, this is a much deeper conversation for another day. And we go down that rabbit hole where some of the elite fighters not named Conor McGregor feel like they don't get their just desserts. And that's why Francis Ngannou has been in an impasse with Dana White about fighting again in mixed martial arts. I'll tell you this. You book Francis Ngannou against Tyson Fury, and I don't care where you put that fight. That will sell. And I'll tell you this, Francis Ngannou is a massive individual. That would that be in like the... King Kong Godzilla, two big, big human beings going at it. I don't even know where we set the line. I'm sure it'd be like Fury minus 700. You get a lot of dog action, I'll tell you that. Let's go Labor Day weekend. We're going to be fight promoters, Mom. Why not? Let's go. Everybody, Hearn's done a great job making money. That's what you got to do. Hey, if there is, Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather once told me, if it makes dollars, it makes sense. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. I'm all, always enjoy the conversation, my friend. I want to thank Brad uh, Spielberger for joining us, Kevin Heelan, and Mike Peranio. As always, don't go anywhere. Got you covered all afternoon and evening long right here on Leeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.